should work there. You should hear me now. Should you? Yeah, eh, let we go. Ah, ah. <laughs> How are you? Doing? Yeah. I'm very and yourself. Yeah, lekker, man. It's so nice to finally meet you. When I heard about your story, I was like, man, this is so impactful. It is so awesome, and uh, it actually almost like it, I showed my wife, and it. Uh, yeah, kind of brought tears to my eyes because I know how much impact your story has and on a lot of people's lives. And I was just like, I really just want to get this story heard. And I really want it to be used as a point of inspiration for a lot of other people um, because I believe that it is real, the, yeah. the, the challenges. And uh, I, 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 I admire your, your courage and your and all of that stuff and it i want to use it as a point of inspiration so that's why when i saw it i was like no you'll you'll take the thing i was like oh man that is so cool that is that is amazing and uh, yeah just to get the story out there and to you know to help others so yeah chandra uh, lottering from taste of heaven it is so nice man to finally yeah to see you face to face and hear the story of the taste of heaven you know they say friday is cake day you know so i chose a i chose a perfect day <laughs> day for cake. yes absolutely so uh, yeah i think um what I, where I would like to start the conversation is to um say day one at taste of heaven the first day of operation what led, oh. yeah what led up to that i think that to me is the most inspiring thing is what led up to the doors of taste of heaven being open as you said you rebuilt your life through cake <laughs> okay the first day of taste of heaven taste of heaven actually started um about 10 years ago i'm only six years in the business but my mom started taste of heaven or actually my aunt started taste of heaven out of a small little kitchen just baking random cupcakes and that's where it all started um, I went to rehab in 2015 and then coming out of rehab six and a half months later, I needed to find something that was going to keep me busy. You know, they say normally your mind wanders or drug addicts can't sit still for long. Mm. So not only did we move, did my aunt move me to a different place, she introduced me to sugar work where we would look through pictures on, on Instagram, we'd look through pictures on on the internet and then she would say, Chandra, come look at this, come have a look, I know you can do this. Which keep in mind, I didn't know anything about sugar at that time. <laughs> like, you know when you walk into a shop and you see a cake, okay, that's a cake, it's too layered, it, has, it looks nice, there's chocolate icing on and your head stays there. That is all you know about cake. So when I moved here, that is the knowledge I had of cake. It gets baked like Granny would do in the kitchen. Just get baked and you would add your orange and your whatever on it. And there we go. <laughs> and then she told me that with this ball of sugar, colorful sugar, you can actually create a figurine. Mm. And I was baffled at first because I was like, what are you talking here? And she was like, no, come, let me show you. So... At that moment, we went out to the shop and we were like, come, let's buy this because this is what the tutorial says we need to have. 
And I feel the first feel of these things is like, wow, this feels like clay. Mm. Are you sure these things can be as, as edible? And she was like, yes, we taste the stuff first. We first see what's going on here. So it, it was from that very first moment that I felt what fondant was. I love the fact that you could shape a ball of nothing into a little bear or into a flower. Yes, my first figure in that looks delicious. It's it. <laughs> but it was not out there because it did for me and my composite that likes just it's not. So I love that part about it. I love that I could sit there, just be relaxed, no pressure. And that became my coping mechanism. That is where that was my go-to place. Whenever I felt down or whenever I felt, hey, this is getting too much for me. So now you must remember, we, we basically my, my aunt took a girl that was on her own her whole life. Mm. I, was, I was on drugs for 14 years. I was gang raped. I had to deal with so many issues. I was living on the street for so long. My kids practically started school off the street. So now you're taking this girl that has basically, that only knows the street and you're telling her to create something that brings joy to somebody else. Mm. And that is what I love about cakes. It's the expressions, it's the faces. It's, it's just from that first day that we started it just grew from there. Everything happened so fast. It was like, wow, a ball of putty I can make into a flower. Look at the flower. It actually looks like a real one, yeah. <laughs> so the first day was quite an experience. It was it was me stepping into a whole different world. It was like my world just opened. It was went from a simple chocolate cake to a wow fact. I was like, okay, this is mm. how it's done. Yeah. <laughs> And as yeah, interesting there that you said you stepped into a different world. Um, obviously, the life that uh, you were used to prior was completely different to the one that you are living there now. Then, what meant? Uh, what have you learned about yourself through that journey? Oh, yeah, there's so many things. I've become a stronger woman, definitely. Um, I remember a time in my life when. I was sober from drugs. I did the cake business, but I still had that feel that I wasn't good enough. Mm. So I would go into relationships and to things, believing that I needed a partner in order for me to be loved. So on this journey, I think my, the biggest thing that I've learned is how to love myself. Mm. And I think it's now only a year that I finally found self-love, basically. So I'm like this queen diva walking in, around in the street <laughs> as if I had the biggest crown on my head lately. And people would ask, what happened? And I'm like, no, girl. I kicked off that old shoes and I put on high heels and I'm walking as if I own the world. Yeah. So I think finding myself loving the self, loving myself was the biggest lesson here. Mm. Because before I would go through any limits, I would go through anything basically to have other people love me, other people to like me. Mm. And then I told myself one day, no man, no. We need to change up the storm here. We need to change something here. Mm. Because something definitely isn't right. So even though I was doing the cake business, I was sober, I was trying to help other people. I wasn't happy in the things that I was doing. 
until I found self-love. So now loop ik rond en ik kan met my ware wie vir my wa aankijkie. Ek loop rond so ek nie jylle wereld ou en ek loop rond so ek een million dollar doel is. Dis net so ware. I'm going to worry about the world. I'll be walking and I'll be telling my ladies with me as well. Ladies, stop walking like you need to give way for somebody else. Because I, I don't care. I'm going to be walking like I have a million dollars in my pocket, even though my pocket is empty. <laughs> but this is going to be me. The world is going to see this million dollar girl walking down the road. Yeah. I'm going to step back no more. Yeah, that's a, so it's, that's it's a serious boost. Yeah, it's a serious boost. Because, I mean, as you <laughs> said... Two million dollars. <laughs> but was that, was that just because you had found a, 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 a part in your life where you just believed that it, you weren't getting any you weren't getting any meaning out of life? So that basically, I'm um, okay. I'm gonna say this. I listened. So on that crucial time, I was going through depression and I was I was in a bad space. I wanted to give up baking. I wanted to give up everything because now I'm tired. Mm. I just I lost my job due to COVID and I was telling myself, so what now? You're not even earning real money. So, so what are you going to do with yourself? Then I came across wise words from Lisa Nichols. Um, she does uh, motivational speaks in America. And then I listened to her this one day and she was saying, we walk around daily thinking to ourselves that we're not good enough. We need to put the world first. We need to do all these things. And then she said one morning she woke up and she told herself, I love me and that has been my changing point that has been the thing that I've been doing for quite some time every morning I wake up I look into the mirror and I tell myself girl I like this girl in the mirror <laughs> it was something that made me start to feel good about me mm. so now instead of me latching on to different relationships and different people just because I want to be liked I actually walk around telling myself I like me because now I can walk into a room and I can tell the next woman sitting and sulking, mm. girl, lift yourself up because you better like you. Yeah. Not the next woman, you better like you. No, so now it shows up in the cakes. It shows up in... Because now people send me a cake and they ask, will you be able to do this? And my, my mom or my auntie mom, she's basically my mom's baby sister. But... I, I say, mommy, so she looks at me and she tells me, you can do this. Why are you doubting yourself? I think she's one of my biggest supporters in life. Um, I have a family that has been so supportive in everything I do. No matter how many times I fail, mm. she's rooting for me there in the corner. Mm. So me being positive has overflowed into my cakes completely. Has overflowed into everything I put my hands on. Because just the other day, somebody sent me a sewing machine. And the question was, can you do it? <laughs> yep. And then I thought to myself, I looked at the lady and I was like, girl, are you talking to me? Mm. Let me just tell you something. I know I can do it. Yeah. So we sit there and I think to myself, are you sure you can do it? And I'm like, doubt? No. Shake it off. There'll be mm. no doubt here. We go be doing this thing. So I guess with a sense of positivity, when positivity stepped into my life, I kicked out all the other baggage. Mm. Oh, off, out. And it shows up in everything I do. Yeah. Some people will often say, how can you just do that 
total turnaround and I was like it starts with you it's, it starts with, with, with the person you are because we've ever sulking in the past and we're thinking of oh but that happened to me so maybe I'm not good enough we should stop thinking about the past mm. and now we're going to move forward so now I have a little dream that is a cake business but with me being negative so how am I going to make this thing work so we need to do that 360 turnaround that whole turnaround and mm. be like we can do this because God wouldn't be putting me through things if he didn't believe that I can do this yeah so I guess the step you know positivity I was like we need to make a 360 turn yeah because life is going nowhere yeah. you sit and sell daily about things that you can't change but the one thing you need to change is you need to change how you think you are how you think of yourself what you think of yourself is what you need to change yeah I think that must have been quite a difficult process to come to grips with because you, for the better part of your life, you have been used to a certain mental state and a certain way of, you know, of living. And all of a sudden, this dose of positivity comes in. It must have been so difficult also to try and embrace it because naturally you always go back to what you're used to. Yeah. So for a while, it was, in the beginning, it was quite difficult because now... I'm used to having to to rely on people telling me that they like me, people telling me that they love me. And sometimes I do to step back a bit and I'm telling myself, what are you doing? Who are you trying to prove? What are you trying to prove? Who are you trying to convince here? Mm. But I stick with my thing, stick with my routine of waking up in the morning, looking in the mirror, telling myself, girl, you got it. Mm. You are going to show it off to the world because I do believe what you believe is what people will see in the end of the day. Yeah. How I see myself is how people will see me at the end of the day. So it's not an easy task because obviously people think sometimes I'm going crazy. And I think to myself, what are you doing? Yeah. You're pretending to be this million dollar girl, you, but you have no money in your pocket, love. <laughs> I feel like it's not about the money in my pocket. Yeah. So today, every day, I basically need to tell the doubt on my shoulder that today is going to be a good day. Mm. Even though it's a bad day, I'm going to put a smile on my face. I'm going to walk with my pre pretend million dollar brand in my pockets. I'm going to be putting on the pretending heels because I can't walk on heels to save my life. But I'm going to be like a million dollars. So let me just do this thing. Yeah. So it is the fact I won't lie day by day. It's, it, it's a battle. Because remember for 14 years, I was stuck in drug addiction. And then my gang rape happened and I was in an abusive relationship. So all of those things still weighs on me. Whenever people speak or they open up about about the traumas obviously mm. a little bit of my wound opens up mm. in order for me to be able to embrace that person a little bit of my wound needs to open so every day i go through the same cycle of the devil sitting here and him telling me girl mm -mm, you're not doing this today and every day god just reminds me yeah. i took you out there for a reason Mm. So it's basically you battling yourself every day, but it's every day that is worth it. Yeah. It's a day that is worth being positive. Yeah.
And how important is it for business owners and especially smaller businesses to have that self-confidence about themselves? I think it's the most important thing because once you doubt yourself, everybody else doubts you. Imagine us walking into a boardroom meeting and I need to put my proposal out, out on the table. But my head is already telling me this thing ain't gonna work. You ain't gonna get what you came here for. Then what is the use I'm even gonna step into that boardroom? Where if I go into the boardroom, my attitude should show, or my, or my personality, my attitude, my body language, my show, this girl is here for business. She means what she's coming for. So it's not that you are full of yourself or that you, no. We business owners need to think of things this way. If you aren't going to have, if you aren't going to support yourself and be your number one fan, mm-hmm. the next person won't be able to support you. Because how am I going to ask somebody to finance my business, but I won't even finance my own business? change <laughs> so a little bit. Yeah. And I think that is the big downfall from business owners. We start off small and we don't have that self-confidence to say that we are, we can do this. Mm. So automatically, our, our drive to wanting to, our willingness to make it a success isn't the same. So mm-hmm. when, when people be putting out cakes then your cake might look very, your cake might look beautiful, but I want to tell you, mine is better. <laughs> tell me it's not better. Mm. I believe mine is better. I believe mine tastes better, looks better, and it is better. And tell me the the first cake that you officially sold, that your first cake that you had done by yourself. <laughs> Do you remember that one? Oh, that's a story. So, okay, my official first cake that, that was paid for. So you must remember my aunt has been the core of this business since she started. And since I came out of rehab, she has been by my side every single day. And then one day she gets sick and she's rushed to hospital. And the doctor tells us, nope, this lady is staying in for the whole week. And my heart just goes like that. My heart is like, oh girl, you can't do this. What are you going to do now? And I remember phoning me and she's like, I'm telling the doctor you must discharge me so that I can come and finish the cake. And I'm like, no, I can handle it. Believe me, it was just so flat. My cake was just as flat. And it had a print on and the icing was rough. And the client comes to the door and the client says, oh, I love the cake. And I'm like thinking to myself, oh, okay. You you love that cake. But at that time, I was proud that I did it on my own because it was two cakes for that day. So I was proud that I, I did my first, I did cakes on my own. But yeah, in my heart, it wasn't what I wanted to send out by the door because it's my very first time doing something solo. So I was like, ooh. And today, if I look back and I think to myself, mm, mm, there's that cake, there's that cake. Were you, were you nervous? I was very nervous that first time. Oh, I was so nervous. I was, I don't know, I was just, because I was alone and I knew the cake wasn't to the standard that I would have loved. You know, like you envision something, you envision something, it must go that way. And then the end product is not what you want. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's testament, it's testament to you building your self-confidence step by step. It's literally at the building blocks of through that, even being able to to do the cake yourself by yourself for the first time was a step in rebuilding your self-confidence that you can overcome things and you can get something delivered and you take it straight uh, step by step. Yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's basically baby steps. It's baby steps and it's something that it was quite an achievement for me though. It wasn't what I wanted it to be, but it can go down in the books. Okay, I can put something there, the first cakes I made, and this is the picture to it. The fact that there's a picture means that I was proud of it. Yeah. I took that pictures and I sent it to my auntie and I was like, Mommy, I did, it, so did yeah. it. But it was something that was it was something that was positive in your life, something that there's a sense yeah. of achievement, something that you believe that is that fulfilled your uh, fulfilled your inner being that you that you are able to be proud of and once you start getting a dose of that you want to sort of look for the next how can we where else can i feel like this how else can i and once you start lining it up and as you said you start building it with your self-confidence it becomes quite a it becomes quite a a, a big train a, a positive train uh, that that yeah. can that can be quite that can have a good impact on on someone's overall well-being. Yes, I think positivity is something we need. Confidence is something everybody needs. Um, I believe everybody is capable of running their own business or making a big success. The main problem is we don't have confidence enough in doing what we want to do. Because we're always thinking of, I need X amount to start that business. Where if we pour our hearts into, if we believe enough that we can succeed in this thing that we want to do, then everything else falls into place, I guess. Mm. But we need that confidence to move forward. Yeah. But so many of us lack that confidence. Even as kids, we lack the confidence, so we're rather not going to. It's like fear holding us back from mm. taking that giant leap. Yeah. So we rather don't take the leap. So uh, the last, the last, one of the last questions I'll always, I'll always ask is, what motivates you, or in your case, what puts the cherry on your cake? Oh, what puts the cherry on my cake? What motivates me? The smiles on people's faces is what motivates me. The fact that a client is speechless or the fact that that little boy, that little girl can't stop talking about the cake. That is what motivates me to keep on going. Because people, the smiles, the, the feedback, it's, it's that. That is the cherry on top. The fact that you can I can take somebody's dreams and bake it into existence. Mm, you can take something from you can take something from con uh, from conception and de deliver, and yeah. no, not only that, but you want to exceed that expectation. Something that yes. you something that in your past and that that you never thought would be possible, because um, I'm sure that you had, if a couple of years ago, if you actually had to say that you would be exceeding people's expectation, I'm sure you'd be actually looking at yourself and saying, I don't think so. No. no. That would be so true. Nope, nope, nope. I would be like, this can't be done. This can't be done. Uh, but yeah, I think it's 
smiles and the way people look at you when you find, when you deliver that cake and people ask you can we eat this and they touch and they were like is is this really a cake i'm like yeah bro it's a cake yeah you think it <laughs> you think it looks good it even it tastes even better it is so encouraging it is so encouraging sondra lottering from taste of heaven to see how you have you have emerged as a completely transformed human being a dose of positivity where you are wearing the million dollar shoes that no one is going to take take away from you so i th- yeah i thank you <laughs> yeah i thank you so much for your time uh, again it it has exceeded my expectation in terms of the story and your passion behind what you do and how you have fueled your passion and your way of thinking by the past how you've taken something negative and traumatic and used it to empower others empower yourself and just look at a positive way forward is truly remarkable and inspiring so you have you have exceeded my expectations so when i looked at the research and did some of the reading into your story um again i was i was excited to to finally have this interview but you've gone beyond my expectation to see how truly uh you have transformed and it is refreshing and it's encouraging to pass this message on to other people that are going through tough times or you know some tra- traumatic events just to say that you know I've been through that there is a bright light and you've got to you've got to get there with a positive attitude so thank you so much for your time i really do appreciate it thank you so much for having me so yeah i babble a lot so thank you so much for having me <laughs>